Hello and welcome to the healthy, happy, and mostly sane entrepreneur. I'm your host, stress management consultant and coach and mostly sane entrepreneur, Ellen Leonard. Each week, I share my obsession with figuring out how to prioritize your own health and sanity while running a business, because I don't think you have to sacrifice your own health and well-being to be successful. So please stay tuned for today's episode full of actionable tools. And don't forget to hit subscribe to be sure you don't miss out on future episodes. Hello, and welcome to episode 14, all about forgiveness. Yes, in this week's episode, we will be diving deep into the practice of forgiveness because it is freaking exhausting, but I promise it is worth your time. In this episode, you will be learning number one, five steps to forgiveness. Number two, some ways to forgive others and why that's useful to you. Number three, some ways to forgive yourself and why that's useful to you. And I'm laughing because while we all talk about forgiveness and how important it is, the practice of it is really freaking hard. It is hard to forgive other people. It is hard to forgive ourselves. And we talk about it as if we should just be able to do it magically. And as if our being a good person is directly correlated to our ability to forgive. We have a lot of beliefs about forgiveness. And it's time to let some of those go and figure out how we can use this as a practice and as a tool in our lives. It can be so much more than what we have decided it is than our preconceived notions of forgiveness. So let's get started. So this just in, it turns out nobody is perfect. I know that we all say that to each other and we've heard it a million times, but I think we forget so easily that nobody is perfect, including ourselves. Mostly I'm talking about myself, but nobody is perfect. And I think that's so important to remember when it comes to forgiveness. Are some things for unforgivable? I think absolutely. I'm sure there are people that would disagree with me, but I think absolutely there are some things that are just simply, I wouldn't be able to move past. But there are many things, <laughs> many smaller things that I hold on to, that I don't let go of, <laughs> that are maybe less significant than those larger, seemingly insurmountable things. So I want to be sure that uh, in today's conversation that you know that's what I'm talking about. I'm mostly talking about the smaller things, the things that you and I both know that we should be better at forgiving others for doing and at forgiving ourselves for doing, especially when we're talking about self-compassion right? Self-compassion involves a lot of forgiveness of ourselves and how we are just human. So in today's episode, please keep in mind that I am not trying at all to diminish your experience or some of the things that may or may not have happened to you in your life um, and expect you to forgive the whatever that is. This is not a blanket statement. And also a reminder I am not a therapist and really diving deep with forgiveness would take a trained mental health professional, which I am not. These are just tools to get started. And again, mostly what we're talking about today, when we talk about forgiveness are going to be those smaller things like 
forgiving yourself for eating two cupcakes instead of no cupcakes, or forgiving your loved one for forgetting to say, feed all the animals when you told him like five times to feed all the animals. And then still none of the animals are fed, even though you told him like five times to feed the animals. And I'm not talking about kids. I mean, like cats and chickens. But anyway, just some quick examples there to get us going. But I just wanted to set the tone for the conversation today to take some of the pressure off and also to let go of any, any judgments you might have about um, how we're kind of going to approach forgiveness today. Because I do think it's such a powerful tool to use, such a powerful practice to embody with the smaller things in our life, with the things that can kind of take over and build in us in a way that we would rather they didn't. So that's what we're going to dive into today. Now, personally, I would prefer to hang on to my anger towards other people and never let it go. Um, That just seems a lot easier to me. I've really worked hard to build up that anger and resentment towards some people. But as we well know, (laughs) that doesn't really work out well for me, right? I am wasting energy being angry at people for things that they did that they don't even care or know that they did, right? They are going on about their lives, doing whatever, and they don't care that I'm still thinking about that thing that they did five years ago that really bothered me. So I really need to work on letting go because that anger, that frustration, that thing that I'm holding on to is not serving me and it's definitely not having an impact on them. So let's dive into the five steps of forgiveness. I am again working with Christian Neff's work, um, which I will cite at the bottom of uh, the show notes today so that you can have all these things. Uh, But the five steps to forgiveness is number one, opening to the pain. And I think what this mostly means is that we need to notice what it is that bothered us about whatever happened and why that matters to us. So with specificity, so it's not so much that just Bob is the worst. He totally sucks. It's no. What did Bob do in that specific incident, that specific situation that led us to believe that he sucks, that led us to anger, frustration, whatever it is that we're feeling. So I think being open to that and really noticing, okay, and how do I feel about that? And why do I feel that way about that? So apparently that's step one. And if you hear me talk about forgiveness like this, it's because I find it to be exhausting. I don't find it to be an easy practice. So first opening up to the pain. Okay, number two is self-compassion. And in this instance, and we've been studying self-compassion now for several episodes, but in this instance, self-compassion means being okay with whatever it was that we felt. Having compassion for yourself. If you don't like somebody, it's okay. You don't have to like them. If whatever they did bothered you, that's okay. You can be bothered by it. If they made you angry, frustrated, have compassion for yourself in that experience, right? Being like, yeah, I really just don't like Bob. He is 
the worst. (laughs) And that's okay. I don't have to like everybody. I don't have to be okay with everything that they do. I am okay with however I felt about what was going on. I have compassion for myself in that experience. Number three, wisdom. And I'm going to laugh a lot through this one because I think I really struggle with wisdom. (laughs) But I think this one is mostly about, and you can of course read up for yourself through Neff's work. But I think this is mostly me having the wisdom to recognize that most of the time, the things that I'm getting upset about, the things that I'm frustrated about or angry about, that they aren't personal, right? (laughs) There's a lot of stuff that goes into these situations that I'm holding on to, both for myself and for others. And that if I take a step back, and I'm able to look at them, logically with my brain, with my mind, with my (laughs) critical thinking, that I get it in a different way that I can see that Bob is just expressing something or yeah, Bob has some interesting thoughts to share. I just really don't like him um, for X, Y, and Z. Or, you know, I see what he's saying, and I need to be better at at kind of navigating how I approach him, you know, like these thoughts that we have when we're completely rational, these thoughts that we have when we're not in that emotional state of anger, frustration, of really working through these deep and intense emotions, but having the wisdom to recognize all sorts of things about situations that nothing is forever, that things will pass, um, that being angry and frustrated isn't really a good use of my time beyond those initial emotions that give me that information that let me know that something's bothering me. So just having some wisdom. And again, this is one I really struggle with. So uh, if you struggle with it too, hey, yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, Number four is the intention to forgive. And this one I struggle with too is... I know it's rational to forgive people. I know it's something that would really benefit me and my life and would help me. But really working with intention towards forgiveness, making it a practice. That's why I called it a practice earlier, because I think it's something we have to keep doing over and over to get better at it until it becomes something that's Oh, easy is probably the wrong word, but it becomes a little bit easier for us to do successfully, for us to be able to get to. So finding a way to be intentional with this, and we'll work on this a little bit more in a few minutes. And number five is the responsibility to protect. And I think this is an important one. And I think this is one I'm actually really good at is <laughs> uh, wanting to protect myself from further harm. So I'm a big planner. I love planning. I love being ready for everything. So how am I protecting myself from having this happen again, from letting this happen again, from getting into the same situation again? What does that look like? 
And I am great at this, um, although I almost think to a fault, right, when we use our strengths so much that they become weakness. So, you know, if I encounter something that hurts me, if I encounter somebody that hurts me, my first instinct isn't to go through steps one through four. My first instinct is to skip right ahead to step five and just protect myself. How do I get away from this person? How how do I not let them hurt me again? What does that look like? Okay. And I think that I could become more tempered in this response because protecting yourself to stay out of harm's way, both from ourself and others, and we'll get into defining more around ourselves here in a few minutes, but that that's worth our time and that that's an important step, right? Because forgiveness isn't about uh, just simply allowing horrible things to happen to us or staying in situations where we don't like what's going on and then just being okay with it. That's not what it's about. Forgiveness is a process, a practice that allows us to let go so that we can move on and become stronger and find something else. Okay, so let's move on to working through how to forgive others. As challenging and as fun as this might sound. But here's why it's so important to forgive others. Yes, it makes us a good person, blah, 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 all that other good stuff. But here's some other important reasons that you might not have considered. When we are spending time being frustrated with others, being angry at others, when we are allowing that to take up our energy, our thoughts, our time, think about how much time you might have lost about thinking about being angry at somebody or being frustrated about something they said or did. Think about that time, that energy that has been lost, the days and moments that have been derailed by engaging with that. Does all of that have a purpose? Absolutely. We learn so much from that about what we like and don't like, about what we need and don't need in our lives. But how do we stop it from taking over? And I think that forgiving other people can be a really powerful way to free up more of our energy, to free up more of our emotions, to free up more of our mental space, to give us more space to at the end of the day, get more done, right? To focus more on the things that we want and we love and we really want to be spending our time doing. So that's one of the reasons. In addition, all the other reasons that forgiveness is probably a good idea. That's one of the reasons that I keep coming back to, that when I am not forgiving other people for the things that they've done, when I'm holding on to that, the only person that's hurting is me because they are fine. They are continuing to go off and suck and (laughs) bother me. And they just don't care that they're bothering me or maybe they don't even notice. I don't know. But I need to let go of that so that I can move on and get more done and reprioritize the way that I'm spending my energy, my mental capacity, my emotions, um, and just basically everything. It's not worth my time and energy at the end of the day, right? I am spending my time and energy doing something that really has no end, that really has no purpose. It doesn't forward me towards any of the things that I want out of my life. 
So we are not going to go through all five steps um, in learning how to forgive others. If you want to dive deep into the process of forgiveness, again, I encourage you to either get Kristen Neff's work and work on your own or find a therapist, a mental health professional, because that work can be so valuable letting go of that really big stuff. But what we're working on today is just some of the smaller stuff that is kind of just taking up our time and getting in our way. So we are actually going to skip ahead to step two as a way of using self-compassion as a tool to forgive and let go when we're trying to forgive others. So self-compassion is such a powerful tool as we've learned. And in this instance, Let's say that somebody has anchored you, wronged you, frustrated you, and you are spending time thinking about it. You are spending time hurting from that. Use step number two, self-compassion, to be okay with that. To be like, yes, this person hurt me. It hurts. What I'm going through is tough. I have compassion for myself in going through this process. It's okay to feel hurt by what they did. A lot of times it can be so easy when we're angry or frustrated at somebody to think things like, oh, I should be stronger. Oh, I shouldn't let him talk to me like that. I should do this. I should do that. Take a moment here and embrace some self-compassion on your way to forgiving this person. It seems counterintuitive, but in this instance, and as part of this process, part of this practice, having compassion for what you're feeling can help you let go of some of that anger, some of that frustration, some of those more deeply held emotions that can get kind of amped up as we are judging ourselves for even reacting to whatever it is this person did, okay? So how can you have a little self-compassion, a little understanding for not being able to like everybody? That's okay for being frustrated when somebody does something you don't like, for being angry at people, for experiencing the full range of human emotions in your response to uh, encountering other humans, right? How can you have some self-compassion for that? And then also, as part of this step, Neff really brings up a good point. She asks you to consider, are you ready to forgive this person and to have compassion for yourself if you are not? Because again, we all think about and talk about forgiveness, like it's this easy thing and we all should just be doing it. And it's clearly the path to everything but it's hard. It's really hard. So ask yourself, am I ready to forgive this person? And if you're not, that's okay. Forgiveness is a practice. Self-compassion is a practice. And so we could spend (laughs) all day and several weeks probably (laughs) learning how to forgive others. (laughs) but we are going to move on with hopefully that being enough to work on for now. I know certainly for me, um, going through all five steps at once is rough uh, and really challenging. So I tend to just kind of do what I'm capable of in that moment as a practice 
and build from there, right? So that I'm not completely overwhelmed uh, by the practice of forgiveness. (laughs) I give myself the space and the time I need to work on it. And now we're going to get into forgiving yourself, right? And this is sometimes even harder than forgiving others. But again, that self-criticism, that self-judgment that we've talked about so in so many previous episodes of this podcast can really suck up a lot of time and energy. After we get that initial information that we believe we did something wrong, that we believe we failed at something, that we believe we couldn't have do- we could have done something a little bit better. What are we choosing to do with that information? Are we going to continue to let it take up our energy, our time, our emotions, our thoughts? Or are we going to use that information and become better and become stronger and become a better version of ourselves? And so as we go through this process for ourselves, I'm just going to focus on a few things where I think you can get the most bang for your buck, where I think you can really get some solid uh, forgiveness for yourself going on. And of course, I'm going to start with self-compassion. This is, after all, the theme of this six-part series with a quote from uh, Kristen Neff. She says, we're imperfect human beings by nature. So there's no reason to be so unforgiving toward ourselves. Right? When I come to that step number two, in the five steps of forgiveness, the self-compassion part, I really have to connect to this idea that (laughs) no humans are perfect as much as they may look perfect on their Instagram accounts. They are not. And I need to remember that for myself and know that I'm not going to get everything right. I want to. I try to. That doesn't mean I shouldn't keep trying. But I am human and I need to have a little bit more kindness to myself, a little bit more compassion when I fail, when I make mistakes, when I say things I don't mean or do things that aren't nice. How can I come back to that self-compassion? And Kristen Neff has a great way, a little mantra, a little affirmation to work with this. May I accept myself as I am. And I'll say that again. May I accept myself as I am. And I feel like that in itself could be a lifelong practice, just as self-compassion is, just as forgiveness is. These are all things that we're all struggling with, all working on, all trying to be better at. But may I accept myself as I am. How could you integrate that into your day-to-day life to use that to support you when you are struggling with forgiving yourself, you are struggling with self-compassion? How could you use that to be a tool to support you? And yes, I know there are five steps to forgiveness, but I feel like what we've covered, the few steps we covered in relation to forgiving others And the one single step, the self-compassion step, the self-compassion piece of forgiveness for forgiving ourselves, that that's enough, right? So I'm going to ask that we all give ourselves a break, have a little self-compassion for 
working on these really hard things, especially, especially during times of stress, right? When we are experiencing stress, when we're overwhelmed, when we're exhausted, when we are struggling, these practices become even more challenging. So for today's action step, I'm going to ask that you pick one single thing to do to work on forgiveness. And it's got to be small, right? It's got to be manageable. What is the thing that you can do today to start either forgiving somebody for something you're holding on to or for forgiving yourself for something you're holding on to? What is that small step that you can go to today? And if you can't come up with one, I'm going to come back to that affirmation that Neff, uh, Kristen Neff offered us in her book. And it says, may I accept myself as I am. When I'm struggling, when I am feeling overwhelmed and challenged, when I am being cruel and mean to myself inside my head, I can come back to that pretty easily. I can put it on a post-it note. May I accept myself as I am. And that is certainly my wish for you. May you accept yourself as you are, as the amazing human being that you are. And figure out what forgiveness could offer you in the way of letting go, in the way of finding more of whatever it is that you want from your life. So we did cover quite a bit of information today. If you're a little exhausted, that's normal because forgiveness is a challenging practice as is self-compassion. So combining them both might be a little more exhausting than normal. So just give yourself a little forgiveness if you're feeling tired from that. Know that everything we covered will be in the show notes, which you can find by going to www.ellen-leonard.com backslash podcast. That's E-L-L-E-N-L-E-O-N-A-R-D.com backslash podcast for show notes, resources, anything I cited in today's podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I really do appreciate you and value you and sincerely hope that you find what I offer to be valuable and useful. That's certainly my intention. And I hope to see you next time. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And I wish you a healthy, happy, and mostly sane week. I'll see you next time. Thanks.